surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports. The H2S2 High School Sports Show is on the air. The Chicago Public League Boys Soccer City Playoffs are going on this weekend and we want to give some special hollers out to Juliana Zavala, Regional Athletic Director for CPS Sports Administration over boys soccer for arranging a great city championship seeding draw this past Wednesday. Also, to three student athletes who earned some coaches honors this past Wednesday as well, Saul Dominguez of Marine Military Academy for winning the Golden Glove honor for goalies, David Miguel of Spry who received the Golden Boot honor, and Alex Jones from Jones for sportsmanship. Congratulations to you three young men for those special honors. On this week's edition of the H2S2 show, we recap the H2S2 football game of the week between the Stymed Silver Street and the Peyton Grizzlies who were celebrating their homecoming this weekend at Walter Payton College Preparatory High School. Y'all go ahead, Grizzly. We bring interviews and the seating of the 32 schools competing this year for a city championship in Chicago Public League boys soccer that we just told you about. Plus, we have scores and updates from the Chicago Public League all throughout the weekend on the best show in Chicago for high school sports. You know it, the H2S2 show. We always want to invite everyone to follow and holler at us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Field House. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page. We appreciate the love from you. Now, after the break, it's our recap of yesterday's H2SU Game of the Week between the Peyton Grizzlies and the Stymare Silver Street. Next on the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Coach George Kupchak, coach of the Walter Payton Grizzlies football team, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both 
local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Illinois, who do you meet? When you're working for a mover and shaker with strong ties to our community, who are they? When you encounter a group of people eager to roll up their sleeves, who are you most likely to work with? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Taking the initiative. Being a good teammate. Sacrificing personal glory for the greater good. These are qualities we expect of our leaders. And they're all being cultivated in the high schools right here in Illinois. Question. So where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer. High School Sports. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. High School Holla. Here it comes. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 Game of the Week. Being brought to you by our friends at David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on their Facebook page. Search for the name David Solomon, the official sponsor of the H2S2 scoreboard and our football game of the week. As I mentioned at the start of the show, this week's game happened to be Walter Payton Grizzlies homecoming game. Now, I've played in my fair share of homecomings, and honestly, I didn't win not one. In fact, I know some teams scheduled us just in order to secure a win for their homecoming. So when I seen the Peyton Grizzlies and the Steinman Silver Street, the records on paper kind of took me back to my Mendel Monarch homecoming, where we fought hard in a losing battle. Now the Peyton Grizzlies in their homecoming are perfect 4-0 versus Stymez, who was still searching for their first win of the season to turn things around for the Silver Street. Prior to kickoff, we had a moment to talk with both coaches about this Friday night invite to the Peyton Homecoming Affair. Exclusive hot new high school holla. With our H2S2 game of the week happens to be the homecoming for the Walter Payton Grizzlies. I'm joined now right before kickoff with the head coach of the Grizzlies, George Kupchak. And coach, homecoming games. It's always great when you got a homecoming game on a Friday night. Yeah, we're very fortunate to be here at 715 uh, Lane State in a beautiful venue. I think our guys are ready. Obviously, with homecoming, there's a lot of different distractions that you got to worry about. But we've got a really grounded group. So to speak of the season, your guys are still doing good, rolling along, a big win last week over Clark. How did you get your guys back focused with, like you said, all the activities going on and still in a perfect record? Well, I hate to take too much credit for, for their character because I really think that's something that's, certainly we do that as coaches, but it's formed at home where it starts. Parents are the primary educators. And, uh, we've got a really grounded group of, of young men who I think are focused on the week to week and they're, they're not really looking too far ahead. And, they just do what they need to do every single day of practice. We talked about that back in the summer about uh, the great leadership our seniors are showing, and it's been consistent uh, 
throughout the throughout the season. You know, so it's it's been exciting to watch. So, how do you prepare for a homecoming game? Is there anything that you do different with all the activities going on at Payton? That's a great question. I think we were having this conversation with the team both yesterday and today. Uh, with football, as you know, there's only nine regular season games. You get nine opportunities. Uh, so to treat any one any differently uh, really doesn't make a whole lot of sense for us, right? We, we, we treat them all. there. Every single one's important. It doesn't matter who you're playing, when you're playing, what the surrounding circumstances are, whether it's homecoming or senior night. Uh, every game's important because to make the playoffs, you got to win six of them, right? And if you, if you lose one, your backs are really against the wall, and our guys know that. So we're focused on this one. We're treating it just like any other. We're preparing the same way. Uh, we're doing the same pregame routines, same rituals, and uh, hopefully it's enough to get our guys over the top tonight. What do you know about your opponent this time at Silver Street? Well, they're coming in with uh, some pretty difficult losses, uh, but like I told the team, I think that a team like that's dangerous, right? They're, they're 0-4 right now, uh, which means if, if they lose tonight, their, their state playoff contention is, is out of question, and you know that's something I know motivates our guys, and I think that it motivates any high school football player, so they have their backs against the wall, and a team like that's always dangerous, so uh, we're going to make sure that we focus on doing what we need to do, and if we do that, I think, I think we'll be all right tonight, but uh, they understand that coach of the Silver Street, Angel DeJesus, and you had some tough losses and some close games for you. Oh yeah, we're definitely trying to work our way up. We can only go up from here, if you know what I mean. We're trying to think positive. I'm really proud of the kids that they keep working every week. They work harder and harder and harder, and we're hungry for a win, so we'll see what happens today. We're at the midpoint of the season, so to speak. Your team still has some room to turn it around. It could be tonight. Yeah, it might be tonight, followed by next week. We got a, a big game right now and another big game next week with uh, Homecoming with CVS. We're opening up the brand new field at Steinman's College Prep, so we're trying to make a statement. Coach, are you inviting us to the to the opening of the new stadium? You guys, you guys are more than welcome. We're there. We're there. The game starts at twelve o'clock. We'll be there at ten, getting ready for CVS. Oh, and and it's funny because my wife went to CVS, and so we we gonna be there, Coach. You're you're more than welcome. We'll be there. Make sure you come in the green and the silver, not the CVS. <laughs> I promise. I I'll, I'll make sure she's neutral, Coach. But when we talk about the season and, and talk about your young man, tell us some of the young man that's key. Uh, one of the key guys we got is obviously our quarterback. He's our leader. He's our captain, uh, Mr. Jusan Hines, number three. He's been playing football most of his life. Offensively, he's a leader. Defensively, he plays strong safety. If he has a big game, we might we might have the tools that we need to go ahead and beat the Payne Grizzlies tonight. Talk about the Grizzlies, coach. What do you know about them? It's their homecoming tonight. And what would it be to get your first win on somebody else's homecoming? It, it, it would be one of the biggest moments in our, in our history once I started coaching. I'm only been head coach now for two years, but it's it's going to be a hard task because they're bringing a lot of energy. Their fans are going to be here excited, but I think we're going to be up to the task. Everybody just got to do their job just like the Patriots teach, and we'll see what happens. And when we talk about it, for our listeners who have yet to see these Silver Streaks perform on the field, tell us about their philosophy and the style of play that we can expect tonight. style of play is physical and together. Together and physical. That's the only way you can play this game. Try to gang tackle as many as we can. Try to pick each other up, even if they're wearing a different jersey sportsmanship is what we teach respect is what we go by it's one of our models at our school so that's what we're trying to do no matter what the score what the score says we're trying to keep them a good young man for the community so when they get out there they're positive coach the azus we'll talk to you at the half thanks so much thanks for having me high school holla
Those were the coaches' thoughts. Let's get into the game. The Styman Silverstreet would win the coin toss and elect to defer to the second half, giving the Peyton Grizzlies the ball first. Now, this being homecoming, a lot of seniors like to go all out for their final homecoming for their high school career. Grizzly senior Zach Anderson wasted little to no time to shine as the senior wide receiver ran back an 80-yard return for the Grizzlies' first possession and the game's first score. After running the kickoff, then the senior attempted to kick the point after attempt, which was no good, but established that the senior can do a little bit of everything. At 11.39 in the first quarter, Peyton Grizzlies led it 6-0. The Silver Streak would look to answer with their first possession, which was fumbled on the kickoff, but recovered by Steinmetz on their own 20-yard line to start their first possession of the first quarter. The Silver Streak would go for and out, punting the ball to Peyton with a great punt of 50 yards, placing the Peyton Grizzlies on their own 19-yard line. The Grizzlies would mount an 80-yard drive, large part, to a big 34-yard run by junior running back Goodman all the way down to the Steinmetz one-yard line, which set up for junior fullback Savage to plow into the end zone with a one-yard run, giving the Grizzlies their second touchdown of the game. Another missed point after attempt. The Grizzlies now led it 12-0 with 7.03 left in the first quarter. Steinmetz with their second possession of the quarter on their own 40-yard line. A couple of big sacks for losses on this series would push the Silver Street back, forcing them to punt once again on 4th and 18. Steinmetz would get another great punt for 45 yards, placing the Peyton Grizzlies back on their own 34-yard line for their third possession of the first quarter. This time, the Grizzlies would test their passing game against the Silver Street defense with a 33-yard pass from junior quarterback Schindler to senior wide receiver Anderson. Then, the junior QB will hook up with his junior classmate out of the backfield, running back Goodman for 11 yards, which set up the Grizzlies on the Stymets 8-yard line. And with 2.28 left in the first quarter, junior running back Goodman would scamper in for another Grizzly touchdown to cap off a 76-yard drive and another missed point after attempt. Peyton Grizzly lead would increase 18 to zip over the Steinmetz Silver Street, who would get their third possession of the first quarter on their own 26-yard line. The ball would move up a few off of a Peyton penalty to the Steinmetz 35-yard line. Unable to move the ball further, the Silver Street would punt for the fourth time in the first quarter. Peyton would get the ball down on their own 35-yard line, and a face mask penalty on Steinmetz would move the ball for the Grizzlies into Steinmetz territory to end the first quarter as the Peyton Grizzlies now led the Steinmetz Silver Street 18-0 to start the second quarter. The Grizzlies would have the ball first and 10 on the Steinmetz 46-yard line to begin the second quarter. A few plays later, with the ball on the Steinmetz 37-yard line, junior running back Goodman strikes again for a 37-yard touchdown run with less than a minute into the second quarter. Add a point after attempt, and the Grizzlies' lead increase to 25 to zip over the Silver Street. Steinmetz would get their first possession in the second quarter and be pushed backwards off three sacks by the Grizzlies' bare defense. 
the Silver Streak faced a 4th and 23, and to make matters worse, they had a bad snap to the punter out of bounds out of the end zone for a safety, giving Peyton Grizzlies two more points and a 27 to zip lead with 817 to play before halftime. Peyton would get the ball on the second possession of the second quarter on the Steinmetz 45-yard line. The Silver Streak defense would offer a spark, forcing the Grizzlies to go four and out. Steinmetz would have the ball to start the drive and get their first set of new downs in the game, which was a positive for the Silver Streak, down by four touchdowns. Just as the Silver Streak was preparing to move down, a quarterback sat and fumble turns the ball back over to the Grizzlies on the Steinmetz 19-yard line. The Peyton Grizzlies move the ball to the Steinmetz 5-yard line, and that's when their junior quarterback will hook up with sophomore wide receiver O'Connell for a TD pass. At a point after attempt, the Grizzlies now lead it 34 to zip over the Silver Street with 153 left to play before the halftime. Steinmetz would go another four and out, placing Peyton in good field position with 30 seconds left to play before halftime. With their final possession of the first half, Peyton would score again on a 10-yard pass from Schindler to Zach Anderson. At a point after attempting to halftime, the Peyton Grizzlies led the Steinmetz Silver Street 41 to zip. We talked with both coaches at halftime. Here's their thoughts on the first half of the game. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. The half of our H2S2 game of the week at a Steinmetz Silver Street Trail, the Peyton Grizzlies. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Silver Street, Angel DeJesus. Coach, your thoughts on the first half? First half, uh, mainly the problem is that 35 middle linebacker, he's really good. He's not he's not giving us enough time to get any plays off. He's reading our snaps. So we were going a little silent slant, but he caught on to that. We went off off of a two, and he caught on to that. So we got to change it up a little bit more in the, in the offense, see if we gain a little bit more positive yards. That's all we're thinking about right now is positive yardage. What do you go in the half and tell your team to keep their minds in this game? All we got to do is about heart. That's all it is. Scoreboard doesn't matter. That's all I tell them. We're 0-4 right now, but the score never matters. You got to play with heart. All right, second half is a completely different half. We got to win the third quarter and win the fourth quarter. See what happens. All right, good luck in the second half. Thank you so much. High School Holla. The Peyton Grizzly lead it 41 to zip over the Steinmetz Silver Streak. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Grizzlies, George Kupchak. And Coach, give me your thoughts on the first half. Guys did what we challenged them to do. Come out and execute and uh, make plays like they're capable of doing. And I think they did that. There's certainly, you know, with any game, there's always going to be things that you want to clean up and do a little bit better. And I think when we watch the film, we'll, we'll see those things. But, I mean, at halftime, we talked about primarily, you know, we've got to stay focused because there's still a half of football that, that needs to be played. Try and keep the guys, like we talked before the game, it's homecoming week. They're thinking about a lot of different things. So doing our best to keep them focused through the second half of this game so we can finish it out well. We'll probably get some different guys in the game, but uh, they've been out there practice all summer, all fall. And they should be able to execute just like the, the first string guys. All right, good luck in the second half, and we'll see you after game. Appreciate that. Thanks, Steven. High School Holla. After the break, we'll recap the second half of our H2S2 game of the week between the Peyton Grizzlies and the Steinmetz Silver Street, coming up on the H2S2 show. 
Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 Reporting Crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 Reporting Crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Man, get up out of here. High School Holla. Let's go. Go. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show. As we recap the second half of our H2S2 Game of the Week, the Peyton Grizzlies held a 41-zip lead over the Stymad Silver Street. Silver Street would get the ball to start the second half of the game, and Miss Fortune would strike the streak once again. On the opening kickoff of the second half, Stymads fumbled on their own 37-yard line. The ball was recovered by the Peyton Grizzlies. The Grizzlies would go 37 yards in three plays, all off the legs of junior fullback Savage, who would then score off a two-yard touchdown run. At a point after attempt, the Grizzlies led 48 to zip. The Silver Street Wolves would continue as they would fumble two other kickoff attempts, all recovered by the Peyton Grizzlies. The Grizzlies would go on to score off both opportunities. The first was a 15-yard touchdown pass from sophomore quarterback Glasscott to classmate wide receiver Doe. Then Glasscott would score again for the second score of the half. At two point after attempts, Peyton led Stymans 62 to zip. Now if you're the Stymans Silver Street, you would think, let's throw in the towel. The game is done. Not the Silver Street. No, 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 said the green, silver, and white. Not tonight. This game would end for Stymans as it began for Peyton on a 75-yard kickoff return for a touchdown by Junior Lazaret Luckett for the Silver Streak's first score and the game's final score. At a point after attempt, the Peyton Grizzlies would win homecoming with a 62-7 victory over the Stymass Silver Street, who would end the game with a bit of momentum. Take a listen to our post-game interviews with the coaches and our shining star of the game from Peyton, senior wide receiver Zach Anderson, who scored two touchdowns, the first on an 80-yard kickoff return to start the game. High School Holla. Here it comes. 
the end of our H2S2 Game of the Week. The Stymed Silver Street fall to the Peyton Grizzlies. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Silver Street, Angel DeJesus. Coach, you ended with a big 75-yard kick return. Even in a loss like this, that's momentum going into your homecoming week. You got it. We got the energy up with that 75-yard return from our junior, Lazaric Luckett. He was down the whole game, and he just somehow made it back. All he needs is heart. I don't care about the score. That's all we're looking for for the upcoming game versus CVS. We're looking to make some noise. What do you tell your team after this to ride it into next week's homecoming? After this, we're going to have all the energy in the world when it comes to Spirit Week. Hopefully, the student body at our school gets behind us, comes out and supports, and we're out there helping each other get all the yardage we can in that brand new field so we can get some paint on it. Coach, I got to give you an opportunity. Tell the Steinmetz Silver Streak fans. We got to wear that green, silver, white. Green, silver, white. Come on, streaks, let's fight. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, thanks, Boone. Thank you so much. High School Holla. Coach Kupchak joins us now. Head coach of the Grizzlies. Big win for you guys. Yeah, I'm just proud of the effort the guys put forth tonight. Uh, we challenged them before the game to come out and play their best game, and, and you know, at times we, we did that, so that, that was good to see. We had a lot of different people who made plays. Uh, a couple guys who scored their first varsity touchdowns tonight, so excited for those guys especially. I've got to give you an opportunity to talk about this young man, Zach Anderson. Started the game off with a big kickoff return for a touchdown. Yeah, I can't say enough about Zach. He's one of our senior captains. He's a tremendous leader, uh, very high-character individual. Uh, you always know exactly what you're going to get out of him, and that's that's 100% effort, 100% focus, and uh, he's going to know exactly what he needs to do on every single play. So he's a pleasure to coach, and all of his hard work's really paying off here in his senior season. Let's get a chance to talk to our shining star of the game, none other than senior Zach Anderson, your last homecoming, and you started off big with a big touchdown. Yeah, it was, it was a fun way to start off, you know, in front of all these people, and good way to get the, get the momentum rolling, and luckily we, we finished it out pretty well, too, and played a, played a pretty solid game. So. What's this week been for you, Zach? Homecoming. I mean, all the activities, then the big game, a great week for Peyton. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. We had a really great pep rally today. We had a lot of school spirit, and you know, obviously we had a we had a pretty good show up today. So it's it's been a lot of fun for our school. So this is your senior year. You guys are doing a great job thus far. You're a few games away to locking it up, qualify to go further. How does it feel, and how do you keep your team focused? We just know that every single time that we're out here, we just got to play our best game, and that's always our goal. It's do everything exactly as we're supposed to, and hit, hit every practice as hard as we can. We don't look at how many points we score. We look at victories within how we played. And we're going to get back in the, get in the fill room and look at what we can improve for next week. It'll be good about this coach. He's a great coach to play for, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I've been with him all four years he's been here. And he's really, really stepped up this program, I think. And every year we've lost some great seniors. And every year we keep stepping it up. And it's a lot to do with how he's coaching our team and how he's pushing us in the offseason and how every single practice is run. And he's always coming up with new creative plays and whatever to do. Zach, i got to give you an opportunity to tell the Peyton fans who came out here tonight what a great feeling it was for you guys. Oh, yeah. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was great to see everyone in the stands and have them all cheering and, you know, getting those freshmen in and having them all cheer for them. And as you said, like, first touchdowns for people, that's the best moment that we could possibly have. Hey, man, I saw you guys cheering those guys on. Man, great game for you, Zach. And congratulations on being our shining star of the game this week. Thank you very much. And coach, next up, you got Lim Bloom, but you got to move on to the next one. Yeah, we'll enjoy this one for 24 hours. I know the guys will have fun at the homecoming dance tomorrow night. Uh, Lim Bloom's been a great rival for us for ever since Peyton football started way back in the, the beginning of the 21st century. I think we've played them more than any other opponent. Uh, the last two years, it's been a four-point game, a two-point game. So you got to bring your best when you're playing Lim Bloom, so we're looking forward to that. Well, Coach, I gave Zach an opportunity to talk to the fans. i got to give you your share. What do you want to say to the Peyton Grizzly fans out here? I mean, Peyton's a wonderful community. It's 
it's great, great place to coach, a great place to play football. It's largely because of the, the great community we have of, of students and families. Uh, you see they come out here to support us. I think we have a little bit of a reputation of Lane Stadium of being the one team that brings a bunch of people. Uh, and it's not just for homecoming, it's all season. So we really appreciate the fans and everything they do. I know it makes it a, a great environment for our players. Good luck the rest of the way, and it's great to see the Peyton Grizzlies play. Thanks, Stephen. We really appreciate it. I say Pete, you say Limbaugh. Pete! High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Both teams will be back in action next Saturday in non-conference games. The Peyton Grizzlies look to remain undefeated against the Limbloom Eagles at Lane Stadium. While you heard Coach DeJesus mention in his interview, the Stymass Silver Street will open a new field and celebrate their own homecoming against the CVS Chicago Vocational Cavaliers. Both games are at 12 noon, so make sure you go out and support both of those. Here are some scores from Thursday and Friday games. Harlan Falcons, big winners over the Good Stem Academy, 56 to zip. Harlan is 3-2, Good Stem falls to 1-4. Clemente, 40-8 winners over Phoenix Military Academy. Clemente is now 2-3, Phoenix Military is 1-4. Here's a good one from Thursday night. The Curie Condors over the Hubbard Greyhounds, 13-6. Condors pick up their second win of the season to go 2-3. Three, while handing the Greyhounds their first loss, Hubbard is now 4-1. Friday scores. The Ag Science Cyclones defeat the Julian Jaguars 20-6. Ag Science improves to 4-1. Jaguars still winless on the season. Kenwood Broncos remain a perfect 5-0, beating the back-of-the-yard Bobcats 46-6. Kenwood remains atop of the public league Prairie State Conference. Bobcats suffer their first loss and are 4-1. Clark Eagles over the Shirts Bulldogs by a touchdown, 30-24. Clark is 4-1, Shirts is 1-4. The Tab Eagles take down Solario. The Eagles shut out the Sun Warriors, 27-zip, and both teams are now 2-3. Football is back at Whitney Young. The Dolphins were 14-zip winners over North Grand. Whitney Young remains undefeated at 5-0. Now here's some late afternoon games for you to go check out in the Chicago Public League football. Go check out the battle between the top two teams in the Big Shoulders Conference. The Sullivan Tigers versus High Park Thunderbirds. Both teams are 2-2. Should be a good one at 3 p.m. at Winnemac Stadium. For my people on the west side, you gotta love when our Raby Raiders and the Western House Warriors, a good old-fashioned rivalry out west. Both teams are 3-1 and one in the Land of Lincoln Conference. Today could be a game changer for one of those schools. Two great Chicago Public School games. We always like to encourage you to go out and support your area Chicago Public School, giving our student-athletes an opportunity to compete rather than hang in the streets. So let's continue to show our love for their efforts. When we return, we'll talk boys soccer and the 2018 drawing for the city championship. Coming up next on the High School Holler Sports Show. Praise the Lord. We like 
Get Life and Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac Lee Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Last week, we talked with Vince Tippery, the head boys soccer coach from Marine Leadership Academy, who told us about the new seeding process for this year's Boys Soccer City Championship, which would resemble a World Cup-style soccer draw to determine how the 32 teams who would compete for the city championship. 32 teams who qualified and advanced to the city playoffs were placed into eight groups of four. So let's break down for you the schools in the boys soccer city championships and the groups that they will be competing in ranging from group A through H. The host teams for each group were the top four teams from the Chicago Public League Premier North and South Division, which were drawn at random first to determine which group they would host, which broke down as follows. The first group, A, hosted by Solario from Premier South Division. Group B, Washington, also from the South Division, Premier South Division. Group C, Whitney Young from the Premier North Division. Group D would be Sullivan from the Premier North. Group E, Hancock from the Premier South. Group F would be Kelly as the final team from the Premier South Division. So that means our final two teams would come from the Premier North Division. Group G, Von Steuben. And Group H, Lane Tech. From there, teams would be drawn again at random, as well as the group they would be competing in. After all the teams were drawn, the groups were set. In Group A, we had Solario, Tab, Jones, and Sin. In Group B, it would be Washington, Lincoln Park, Stymeds, and Phoenix Military Academy. In Group C, there was Whitney Young, Juarez, Hubbard, and Back of the Yards College Prep. Group D, Sullivan, Kennedy, Catalyst, Maria, and Amundsen. Group E would be Hancock, Peyton, Mather, and Osario Garcia. Group F, Kelly, Northside College Prep, Little Village, and Shirts. Group G, Von Steuben, Curie, Prosser, and Instituto Health and Science. Group H, the final group, Lane Tech, Lakeview, Osario Soto, and Lynx. So that rounded out the field of 32 and the groups that they would be competing in. The matches started yesterday and teams resumed play today. Teams will also compete on this coming Tuesday as well. Now that we got you all caught up on the seeding process and the matchups, we had a chance to talk with some former CPS players and coaches who participated in this new seeding process. They shared not only their experience, but also their memories of competing in high school soccer in the public league. Take a listen. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. 
locker draw for the 2018 City Championship. I'm joined now with Roland Hahn, class of 79 at Roosevelt High School, 1978 Public League champs. From Roosevelt, were they the Rough Riders then? Yes, we were the Rough Riders, yeah. <laughs> always the Rough Riders. Always, always, yeah. Let's talk about the beauty of this game of soccer. It's so much fun. You know, it's a game that allows the individual to express themselves. You, you play with passion. You, you know, it's all on the fly. You have to adjust. You have to adapt. The creativity comes out in all the individuals, and that's what makes it so much fun to play and to watch. When we talk about the process, this is the inaugural process of seeding. They re- replicated the World Cup. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I thought it was a great idea when Juliana got a hold of me and asked me to take part of this. I said, really? You're doing World Cup style? Yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> you know, I put it on my calendar months ago. So I, I think it's great for the kids. It's great for the coaches and, and CPS soccer in general. A lot of fun. Coach Han, I understand you're still coaching. I am. I'm currently the women's coach at Roosevelt University. So there's some kind of connection there. Roosevelt High School. You Roosevelt can't get University. away from Roosevelt. Can't get away from Roosevelt. No, it's in the blood. Talk about the experience as a player and as a coach. How does that carry over? Oh, well, first of all, as a player, you know, back at Roosevelt, uh, it was such an interesting group of players. I actually was the only American-born player on the team at the time, but because I'm German, they just called me, referred to me as the German. But there were so many different personalities and cultures that all came together for one common goal, you know, to work for each other, work hard, do our best on the field. And and actually, we had a lot of great students, too, a lot of kids who excelled in the classroom. A lot of that I still remember as I took it with me into the coaching ranks. And even today, make it fun, make it enjoyable, try to bring out the best in everybody so they can express themselves and you know whether you win or lose it's the ride it's the journey along the way and there there's so many great stories that we're sharing earlier with Gus Pappas from Schurz who was one of our big rivals um, there's just so many stories and friendships that came away from that and I, I tried to embody that in my teams that I've coached throughout whether it was high school or college club soccer even at the professional level you have to enjoy and have fun Coach Hunter you know I gotta ask you give me one of your best high school moments oh my gosh well it, it has to be the the city championship you know we had a tremendous game against Bowen I uh, went to four overtimes and actually to shoot out and so it was a lot of excitement there were a lot of fans the game was actually even broadcast on the radio so your family and friends who couldn't make it were listening at home but what a thrill that was you know to win the public league championship and I want to give you an opportunity to tell our listeners around the city of Chicago how important it is to come out and support the Chicago public league boys soccer programs all across the city you know these kids and coaches work incredibly hard maybe not always with the resources that they would like and so just see the passion and and the amount of love they have for the game to for the coaches to put all the time and effort into it for the boys to commit i'm sure some of them after practice may go to work or and then have to do homework so these kids really work hard and it's really important to get behind their efforts and support them and get out there and show them there's people who believe in what they're doing i thank you for joining us here on the h2s2 show and sharing some of those fine moments thank you very much for having me it's a lot of fun we have a great opportunity to talk to yeah my name is Gus Pappas I started coaching at Shures High School in 1972 and I was a young kid back then so I was fortunate I had some good ball players and they made me look good <laughs> my name's Henry Pico I went Shures High School 1973 to 1977 city champs a couple years in a row and I went to the state uh, twice and they were honored to draw some of the names of the 32 schools competing for a city title I just want to talk to you guys about how important is it that this game of boys soccer be led in a process such as this brings an, another aspect to this city championship yes it does it's it's something different it's something that
said, hopefully they can hang on to and continue because it seems like it's going to be pretty successful. They got a good bunch of young people out here in the stands, and I just think that they're just fabulous, and I don't think they get enough recognition. I think this is one step in the right direction. I'll tell you, Juliana also is fabulous, too. She's got a lot of energy, and I think with that energy, she's going to take this a long way. Now, having played soccer and watched this game evolve to the level that it is, how great is it to see 32 teams take in this process for the first time and compete for a city championship? You've been in a couple yourself. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've been to uh, public league championships, and also I was on the all-star team, so I really enjoyed it. It was a great experience just being there, you know, played in Soldiers Field and the big crowd, and uh, so I think the kids uh, should really take uh, something out of this uh, for their future, uh, you know, just being uh, on part of the team and also uh, participating. Uh, you know, I, I still play, and uh, I run into friends that, you know, we played in high school, so this is, you know, many years ago, and we still see each other, and we, we uh, run into each other on the field, so it's a great experience. You're going to carry on for the rest of your life. What does the game of boys soccer offer these young men? Well, you know, the uh, friendship that they develop against each other. Your competition is good. I mean, you grow up and you're, you're taught to be competitive. Competitive in the workforce, take to be competitive on the an athletic field. Along with, the, with that, you learn respect to your opponents. And the other thing, too, I think you learn when you lose. What are you made of? Are you going to come back? Are you going to fall down and not get up? You know, there's so many things in sports in general, and soccer is just one of them, that uh, tip of the iceberg, where it teaches you how to be a, a person, how to grow up and, and take responsibility, how to work with other people, that it's not always about you, it's about the team. So there's a lot of areas that you learn by playing the team sport. Playing it for many years, and, and you make that friendship, like Henry said, and I like here I am, I coached him when he was just a high school kid, and uh, now we're both uh, going to be almost senior citizens. <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, we, we're still friends. We meet each on a regular basis, and awesome. yeah, and then uh, there's players that played. You know, they played other schools. You know, we were competing and we were fighting, but today we're friends, and it just it's just nice to run into someone that you haven't seen, you know, for a couple of years, and you remember, you know, that well he played for such and such school. So it's a great experience. Speaking about memories and experiences, I want you guys to share with me your best high school memory? I think it was uh, played in uh, city championship uh, when we won and there was a Winnemette Park. Yes, I remember and uh, afterward we just all got together, went to uh, one of our friend's house and we just had a great party. Yeah. <laughs> was that was that the first city championship? This must have been my last okay. championship. Yes. Greatest high school memory and as a coach, as a player. I, I wasn't a real good player so, but I enjoyed the game. I'll tell you what, I was talking to Henry about the situation that happened. We were going down to Granite City, playing Granite City South against Gene Baker, who won six state championships in a row. We left Shures like at 7 o'clock in the morning on the bus. When we got off the bus, they told us the game starts in 20 minutes, get yourselves ready. So Gene Baker is walking over to our just, and I was telling this to Henry, and Michael Lomovich, who was my stopper, he was like six foot one, six two, and he had a full beard. And I looked like a little kid, and I grew this so I can look like a man, you know? <laughs> and so as Gene Baker is walking towards us, he sees the guy with the beard, my stopper, and he sees me, and he walks over to him next, and he says, how you doing, coach? Welcome to Granite City. And we played the game, and I didn't say a word, and he just, and he says, yeah, yeah, it's nice being here. Thanks for having us. And then he sees him on the field playing soccer.
great. Oh, that's a great one. I want to give you guys one final statement to make to our listeners of the city of Chicago. How important it is to support the soccer program here at Chicago Public League. Oh, it's very important. I mean, it's a no-brainer. We need to support each other. They need to support each other. The schools need to support each other. Play hard. Play their heart out because you only get one shot in life. Not give you too many shots. And timing is everything. And you're at the right place at the right time. Play the game. Play it clean. Play it hard. And don't leave anything behind. Yes, it's really important that we support each other. The city, you know, we get some bad raps at times, and we shouldn't. It's getting better. I want to thank you, gentlemen, for sharing and just being our guest here on the High School Hall of Sports Show. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you, and thank you very much. High School Holla. We'd like to thank those men for sharing a few of their memories and their experiences with Chicago Public League. Coming up on the H2S2 show, we have more from the Chicago Public League boys soccer seedings from a few of these coaches who will be competing this weekend. Juventino Vega and I coach at Curie High School. High School Holla. My name is Vidat Rancic. I'm the head coach for Ravon Stupin High School soccer team. High School Holla. Aaron Ortiz, back of the earth, college prep boys varsity soccer coach. High School Holla. Uh, so my name is Alejandro Cruz. I'm the head coach of Kelly High School. High School Holla. Yeah, my name is Marco Rodriguez. I'm the head coach of Instituto. High School Holla. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Steven Spoon Ramsey here at the 2018 draw for the boys seeding of the city championship. I'm joined now with Juventino Vega, the head coach of Curie Condors, who hosted this event. Coach, how great was it to host the first draw for the city championship? It was an honor. It was a privilege. It was great. Every, everything we hoped for, if, if not even more. And what does a process like this give these young men and makes the game even more exciting for a city championship? I would say that it gives them um, inspiration, motivation, determination. I mean, a little bit of everything. Quite honestly, the kids want to get that exposure. They want to be out there. They want to be known. So this is another format where other maybe college coaches, um, you know, recruiters for club teams or even, um, you know, professional soccer teams are can start looking into something like this and maybe start attending in the future as well. Coach, I got to give you an opportunity to talk about the Curie Condos. How is the season overall? So our season went pretty okay. Conference, much better than the other games, um, the non-conference games. Conference, we were actually 6-0. and So we ended up winning our conference championship that'd be the first south uh, division in the chicago public soccer league talk about making it as one of the teams of 32 that's not an easy task in soccer right right it's i mean you know the kids they they got to put in the work they worked hard you know they got they got to be dedicated and show up honestly they got to be smart keep their grades up more importantly than anything you know it's you know we, we we expect them to be a student first then an athlete and with the seed draw being on wednesday two days to prepare do you change up anything at all let's start working 
as soon as possible. We'll have good, nice, long practice to get ready for Friday's game. How important is it that these city championships get played at Toyota Park? Oh, I mean, it's a dream come true for all the kids. I never got a chance to play there. I actually play soccer myself, but I never got a chance to play there. So for them, it's probably a dream come true. Talk about the Curie Condor. What do you want to tell those fans on what to get ready for and how to come out? Curie Condors, you guys got to come out. Show us the Curie way. Support your varsity. Conference champ boys soccer team. We're going to try to put on the best show that we possibly can, and we're going to give it our all for the school. Good luck to the Curie Condors. Great job hosting this first annual job. Thank you so much. High School Holla. I'm joined now with Vidat Saransic, the head coach of the Von Steuben Panthers. Coach, how you doing? Great opportunity, great time. Tell us how the Panthers fared this season. You know what? I'll tell you right now. Many teams might take us uh, lightly, but we're a very strong team, very senior and junior-led team, and we're ready to give a fight to every team that comes at us. What did you think about the process for the seeding this year, replicating the World Cup? I think it's a great tradition to get started, especially for the city. We have a lot of schools. We have a lot of talent. I think a lot of talent to get lost because we have so much of it so we can keep up with it but this is a great way for guys to experience what coaches go through and to see who they're going to play because I think the anticipation is what really makes it a lot of fun. Yeah a lot of teams here with some of their players and I see we got five Panthers here. Who we have joining us right here? Alright we got two of our captains. We have uh, Sebastian Tovar and Juan Valencia who've been with me for four years. They're pretty much the heart and soul of this team. They led the team throughout the whole summer for all the conditions practices everything so they basically did my job for me and I can't be more grateful to them than it's always good to have a captain oh, like that right oh, a couple of them. It, it is always great and then I also have the Premier League scoring leader and Rambert Ramos and I have the second leading scorer and James Malutan with me and I brought one of my younger guys who's going to be filling in the future once these guys leave Kevin Johnson I'm going to take a quick moment coach let's talk to these guys how does it feel to be at a drawing and know that you're the Top seed in Group G, I believe. Uh, my name is Sebastian Tovar. I'm one of the captains, and um, it's interesting, like doing this because it's my first time it's happening, and it's the first time, and it's just an interesting thing to happen. And like, I would like to see it happen in the future. Hey, who's my other captain here? What do you think about being a top seed in Group G? My name is Paul Valencia, and I'm a senior at Vonsto in high school. I mean, I'm not. We're not sure because we're strong. Like, we're gonna come out here and just win it. Hey, let's talk to some of the other players on this Vonsto boys soccer team. It's time now. It's time to go for that city champion. You ready? Yeah, my name is Rambo Ramos. Yeah, I'm definitely ready to take any team. I really didn't care on which team that came up in the bracket because I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to play. I love it, coach. You, your guys are fired up here. Tell the Von Steuben Panther fans what they need to do to come out. My name is James Malutin. Just be ready. We're going to win City. I already know it. We're going to play our hearts out. We'll play like a family and we're going to win it. And the young man of the group, <laughs> how does it feel? You're going to carry on this legacy for Von Steuben Panther. Does it feel great? Hello, my name is Kevin Johnson. It feels amazing to be part of this. I see the team that we have now, and I see a team full of great players. These great players help teach us, the younger players, what kind of team we should be and the legacy that we will be leaving behind. Oh, man, I love it. Coach, what's the preparation like? Coming into a, a draw, you don't know who you're going to play, you don't know where you're going to fall. How does that feel for you? You know,
know, you have to prepare for each game, no matter who you play. The whole point is to have these guys come to practice and practice like it's an actual game. Because the harder they practice, the easier game comes. Practices that we had that were really, really good before a game, it showed. And the ones that we had poor, it showed also. I'm just happy to be around these guys at all times. They do really make me happy just being out there because they kind of bring the youth out of me because I'm getting there in the age. <laughs> Coach, how great is it that the city championship and the consolation game is going to take place at Toyota Field in October? Uh, this is going to be great. You know, I, I hope Chicago Fire doesn't get mad at me, but, you know, I, I, they, may, they might want to pick up some of our talent in the city. <laughs> but uh, that, was a good, that was a good joke. I actually enjoy watching Chicago Fire a lot. And just even to watch the championship game, whether we're in it or not, and being at Toyota Park, it means a lot because I think this country needs the game of soccer and needs to catch up to the world because we have so much talent in this entire country and we definitely need to showcase it at the young age and hopefully they'll grow up to even play for the nation one day. Last question, Coach. I want you to take an opportunity to tell the Von Steuben fans and our listeners how important is it that they come out and support these boys in the boys' soccer program here at Chicago Public League. I'm calling all Von Steuben fans from 40s, 50s, 60s. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you wear heels or boots or this. Rain or shine, come support these young men because guess what? They're not boys. They're young men and they're ready to play and they're going to make you guys proud. Thanks a lot, fellas. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the head coach, Aaron Ortiz, of one of our favorite schools, back at the Yards College Prep, home of the Bobcats. Talk about this game and how this process was today. This game is really important for our community, the back of the Yards community. It's a community that's really rich in culture, and one of the things that's part of that culture is the game of soccer. So this is a really important match for us to be in the city playoffs. I know that my boys are really excited for the opportunity, and we're just really looking forward to getting these these wins. It's not easy getting to this point, being one of the 32. It's definitely not an easy. There's many teams in CPS. We're fortunate enough to be one of those 32, so we're very happy to be here, and now we just have a lot of work ahead of us. A few of you guys here. You got seven of them, I see. So I have all my seniors that have really been putting in so much work in the off season to be able to be in this position, and hopefully, like I said, we get these wins, but we have three players who've been on varsity, whole high school careers, two of them who have been on varsity three of the of the years so got a mix of, of good boys i'm gonna give those who are present here an opportunity to introduce themselves and, and tell the bobcat fans what they can expect and we have with us christian de los santos from bobcats i'm a senior this is my last year and hopefully we get to bring home the trophy to the school for the first time ever and i'm kind of excited and who else we have here i'm ivan garcia i'm also a senior at boicp and gotta keep the high hopes high hopes we telling the bobcat fans what they can expect from the bobcats during the city championship tournament and we have my name is Roberto Hernandez I'm also from uh, BOICP soccer I feel like we really have a chance at winning city and bringing the trophy to home who else Brian Rebolledo I'm also a senior at back of the yards they're goalie well, I just want to let them know just that we're going to show them what Bobcat soccer is and we're going to actually try our best give us 150% and try to get that W oh, you the goalie so you shut it down yeah you heard that he shuts it down I like it I like it we also have Edwin Lopez from BOICP also 
my first year on the varsity team, but what we're gonna bring this Friday is we're gonna bring everything we got. It's gotta feel good. First year on varsity, you're here at the seeding, the first draw for the city championship, and you compete. You gotta feel great. Oh, it feels amazing. Uh, adrenaline that you get every single game when you walk on that pitch. I love it. I love it. Who else we have? So my name is Leon Brees. I'm also a senior at back of the yards. You know we're gonna go out there, show them what we're capable of. We're gonna give them a challenge and pull back of the yards out there. Who we are. Last we have. My name is Jerry Redondo, and I'm from back of the yards uh, college prep too. And I'm hoping now to leave our blood, uh, sweat, and tears on that field, giving it our all, 100%. Coach, you got a focused group of young men right here. Absolutely. There's 24 of them, so they're all just as focused and ready for Friday's game. And when we talk about the opportunity to compete at Toyota Park, that's an incentive all in itself. Absolutely. I mean, I myself was able to play at Toyota Park in high school, and it's been an opportunity that I've been wanting our boys to also have. You shared Definitely that experience? Have I have shared it with them, and it's something that I've been trying to somehow get for them um, and hey that's the incentive let's get those W's and hopefully get there well I gave your players an opportunity I definitely gotta give you an opportunity coach what do you want to tell the Bobcat fans and our listeners well I want all the you know Bobcat family and, and friends to come out and support you're gonna see this team give it their all they're gonna leave everything on that field each of these next three games which is gonna take us to that Toyota Park and take us to the city finals coach thank, thank you and good luck to the Bobcat thank you High School Holler. I'm joined now with the head coach of Kelly High School, Alejandro Cruz. One of 32 teams competing for a city championship. Coach Cruz, how does it feel to be a part of this process? Uh, it's phenomenal. Uh, this is the first time that we've done anything like this, uh, as far as I know. This is my first year here as well, so it's uh, it's a pleasure to be welcome here, to uh, get the opportunity to bring my boys over here and um, introduce them to something like this. You know, all we see this stuff is on, on big TV, and uh, it's good for them to see it. Now you've brought Kelly to be a part of it. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I mean, they're pretty pumped up. Tell me about the Trojan season overall. Uh, we did well. We finished second in conference. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to play Solorio just because of scheduling. It would have been a really good game because uh, Solorio is still undefeated and we finished undefeated as well. So it would have been amazing. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. And uh, hopefully we get to play them in the in the tournament later on, depending on how we finish. But overall, the boys did a great job. Uh, they're still eager and they're ready. And I mean, you could tell just by the practices that we've had that they want more. They're hungry. And I, I, and I very much look forward to seeing, you know, where we go with this. When you talk about a process of a draw here on Wednesday, did weigh on you guys at all or who you might play what group you might be in uh, I mean honestly you know in order to be the best you gotta beat the best and we got lucky we got a, we got a good draw uh, the teams we're playing we haven't played them yet but um, the one in particular Northside College Prep um, I really wanted to go up there and see you know what it is that they got So and we got drawn with them so we got lucky with that one um, as for the, for the other teams uh, we feel good about them they've had a good season too so it's gonna be it's gonna be good to see we'll test ourselves a little more uh, and you know get more experience. Alright, well coach, I'm going to take a moment I'm going to talk to some of you guys real Definitely, quick. Yeah. We got the Kelly Trojans in the house. Let's start with letting you guys introduce yourselves. Uh, my name is Hector Rabadon. I'm a senior. All right. My name is Juan Pimentel, senior. My name is Kevin Guzman. I'm a junior. Raul Cruz, junior as well. Uh, my name is Javier Nambo and I'm a senior. Uh, my name is Ruben Patino and I'm a junior. Saul Leva, a junior. How does it feel being a part of a 32-team draw and having an opportunity to go out here and compete for a city championship? Uh, well, it's definitely nerve-wracking. Um, it's really exciting to find out who you're going to play. We're all excited. When you guys figured out the fields are all set, any nervousness at all? Nah, to be honest, because, you know, it's. I feel pumped. I just feel pumped. That's about it. Well, with a short day, you only got about two days before the game start. What do you do for two days? Besides homework. Homework is important. What do you do for two days? Try to concentrate, get, 
eat, sleep well, gotta concentrate on the two games. You're doing good, you know, we gotta go in hard. How do you feel about the season overall? I feel that there's definitely room for improvement. Some games weren't as lucky as we like them to be, but obviously we can always improve. And what do you guys want to tell the Trojan fans? Oh, they can especially um, expect a good competitive team like they've seen this whole season. Um, the way we've been going this season, we're gonna go even more harder. It's basically in for that city championship again. Well, we just want to tell the fans to come out and support us as they have been. We want them to continue support us the, all the way. Any nervousness at all from the Trojans? Are, are you guys ready? You all set? Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. We're ready to take it on. Heard that. That's the Kelly Trojans. Hey, guys, thank you guys for joining us. And good luck for that city championship. Thank you. Thank you. Coach Cruz, what do you want to tell the Kelly Trojan fans? Basically, what you can ask for of any fans is just to come on and support the boys. Uh, they've had a phenomenal season. We've had a pretty good fan base this year. Just keep it up. Have everybody come out. You know, our Kelly motto is, uh, you know, the band. We're the band. You know, we, we, have a, we have a good time. Everybody that comes out has a good time. We really push for family and, you know, just Kelly pride for us as well well so cheering on our boys and cheering on it you know school spirit everything like that to keep everything green coach good luck to you and the kelly trojans thanks so much man i appreciate it high school holla I'm joined now with one of the head coaches of 32 teams. Yeah, my name is Marco Rodriguez. I'm the head coach of Instituto. How does it feel? I mean, I usually I feel, I mean, I'm great. I feel happy. My students, they play, I mean, strong this season to be here. Usually they play strong since uh, years ago to be here in this division, play the, the city champ. This process of a draw, not knowing who you're going to play, the only thing you did know is you're going to play three games. Not knowing, does that make it harder to prepare? No, not usually. I mean, I mean, this really is exciting. I mean, because we're waiting for who, who is, who's going to be our, our challenge for next game. So, I mean, it, it was, I mean, like waiting for who, who's coming. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> we're exciting in this process. Talk about your overall season and great it is to make it to this point. All the seasons are hard because, I mean, our students, I mean, had to be first in school, the grades first, and then sport. So this is the, the hard part sometimes with the students. This year we have very good students, very good uh, players. So I think, I mean, this is one of the best years that we have. And we got two of your players here. Who do we have here joining us? I mean, usually this is uh, Yashra and Javier. How does it feel to be a part of this? process and being able to compete for a city championship well it truly feels amazing uh i've never gotten this opportunity and well i'll just try to make the best out of it to make it all the way to the top well honestly it's an honor to be here thank you so much to cps for granting this opportunity for us and i just truly feel blessed accompanied by my teammates and my coach and we're ready to play now that the the draw is over and what do you want to tell your fans the only thing i would say if they to support us just cheer for us and well we'll try to not disappoint them we'll try to play with heart and Determination, no matter what, no matter the score. How great is it that the city championship be at Toyota Park? Uh, usually it's going to be the first time. You know what? The team who be there for first time in the history, I mean, it's going to be amazing. I have no words to, to say that. I hope we be there. I hope so. But if not, I mean, uh, we support the team that be there. got to ask the guys, is it a little extra incentive to be able to know that you could possibly be playing for a city championship at Toyota Park? It, actually, it would actually feel amazing, to be honest. 
it would actually feel like playing at a pro level the field and then the competition it, it basically already feels like pro but yeah it would feel great because i usually always tend to go with my friends or family just to watch but to be able to actually like step foot in the pitch and play is really amazing two awesome representatives of school right here of course i mean usually the two the the best players that i have in my team so i feel very proud of these two students all the students but special the students that come with me today well coach i gave them an opportunity to talk to the fans i'm gonna give you an opportunity what do you want to say to the fans out I there mean, i usually appreciate the, the support that the fans give it to us i mean special the parents the parents support us a lot the school teachers sport directors principals everybody that support us thank you very much coach good luck to you guys all right thank you very much High school holla. Let's go. 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 A quick reminder, you can go to the Urban Fieldhouse media website to find out the results of all the late games and matches taking place today in boys soccer, girls volleyball, and of course high school football. Please go out and support the Chicago Public League boys soccer city playoffs. And here's a few reasons why from some of the coaches we spoke with. Juventino Vega and I coach at Curie High School. How important is it that they come out and support Chicago Public League boys soccer? It's one of the most, the most important things as uh, somebody that works at a school to see families, you know, friends, even other staff members come out and support our, our students, our student athletes, because it does give them that extra motivation. It does make them want to not only play, play harder, but even form even better in school as well. High School Holla. Uh, so my name is Alejandro Cruz. I'm the head coach of Kelly High School. Coach, I want you to tell our listeners across the city of Chicago how important is it that they come out and support not only Kelly Trojans, but Chicago Public League boys soccer programs across the city. I mean, we're talking about an incredible pool of soccer players. Like, you'd, you'd be surprised at how many kids are out here really, like, putting it out there, putting CPS on the map. Um, a lot of the kids are growing up phenomenal players, going into colleges. Um, Juliana uh, referred to the CPS Public League as the uh, hidden gem uh, league because uh, it is true there's, there's a bunch of kids that people aren't looking at um, and you know whether it's academics whether it's sports these kids are really putting it out there and uh, if you really want to see something amazing then definitely regardless of who you go see like you, you're not going to be disappointed this is a great league High School Holla yeah, my name is Marco Rodriguez. I'm the head coach of Instituto. And when we talk about the game of boys soccer here, not only for your school, but for the programs all in throughout the Chicago Public League, how important is it that people come out and support boys soccer? I mean, usually it's very important that people come and support the students. The support, they feel uh, supporting for their schools, for their parents, for their friends, their families. And it also, you guys represent a community. Exactly. exactly. High School Holla. We hope you go out and support Chicago Public League boys soccer throughout these city playoffs. Before you go, we'd like to thank all of our guests on this week's show from Walter Payton College Prep head football coach George Kupchak along with our shining star of the game, Grizzlies senior Zach Anderson and Steinmetz head football coach Angel DeJesus. Also, our past boys soccer city champions, Roland Hahn of Roosevelt High School, coach Gus Pappas and Harry Pico 
from Shirts High School, along with all of the coaches who joined us during the Boys Soccer City Championship seed drawing. It was a great time. We'd like to congratulate all of the teams competing in the City Championships and the Windy City Cup. We want to let you know our next H2S2 football game of the week. Another great game featuring a conference battle in the Chicago Public League. Next Thursday, when the North Lindale Phoenix take on the back of the yard Bobcats. Meet us there. Kickoff is at 4 p.m. If you are a school, coach, or athletic organization who is hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to lend our support by giving it a mention on the show to help get the word out. It's a part of our mission statement to help keep kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. If you're a Chicago student athlete and want to be our next shining star this school year, we welcome all freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors to join us on the show to tell your story on how you excel in the sport that you play, in the classroom, and in your community. Just have your coach or athletic director send us an email to info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com telling us why they believe you should be our next H2S2 shining star and you can be a special guest on the best show in Chicago for high school sports. We look forward to meeting more of Chicago's talented student athletes throughout the school year. We'd like to thank all of our show sponsors who partner with us to make it possible to bring you the H2S2 show. Young people, this week's quote is about attitude. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. If you don't change it, you'll never go anywhere. That's straight truth. It's 100 on my mama and everything else you young people say. Go check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, like our page, the High School Holler Sports Show, on Facebook as well. We appreciate the love and share it with others. I want to remind you that you can listen to a broadcast of today's show along with any past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. That's www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes as well as follow and listen to us on SoundCloud. Just search for us under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media and share the show with others. Holla at you next Saturday afternoon at 12 noon. Remember, God loves you and we do too. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey. Until next week. High School Holla.